Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Tonight's show is a guest that we haven't had on in a long time. He's the star of the What's Brewing show, and it's the one and only George Brew. How are you doing on this uh, February evening, right before the Super Bowl? I'm not going to lie, it was a lot warmer today than it was tonight. Um, but no, it's good. Um, I miss you. It's been too long since I came on up here. Yeah, it's been a minute since you've been on. Probably since the summer was the last time I've had you on. Yeah, I missed having you on the show as well. Um, so... Let's get dive right into some Super Bowl props. I love talking about um, betting stuff with you on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a great gambler. Yeah, you're such a great gambler. Um, what prop or thing would you like to start with? You can go like anywhere on the board. I have Fanduel pulled up. Where do you want to start? You know. I- can I tell you, I think the funniest ones have, like, anything to do with, like, I, was it, like, Travis Kelsey catches and Taylor Swift, like, songs in a concert. Or, so It's, like, stupid stuff. I'm, like, I'm loving the Taylor Swift stuff. But, no, like, I saw, like, the one I saw that was my favorite, and the one I actually bet on, um, was Caitlin Clark points against Travis Kelsey first half yards. Oh, the cross sports like I, ones. Those are fun. See, I look like I love the cross sport ones because they don't take as much critical thinking. It's like, all right, Caitlin Clark averages like thirty three a game. Um on. Oh, sorry, Matt. By the way, I'm in the car, so if I start screaming, it's because somebody's doing something dumb. Oh, that's um, okay. That's literally me all the time in the car. <laughs> well, like, Caitlin Clark averages 33 a game, right? So, I'm like, Travis Kelsey's going to have 34 in the first half. Unless, like, you know, like, he's still worried that Taylor's not there or something. But, like, that one, to me, like, I love the cross-sport ones. Because, one, like I said, they're no... There's not real much thought there. It's like, all right, what is, you know, Caitlin Clark average game? What is LeBron average a game? What is this one? Like, all right, cool. Like, I like when they throw hockey in there, like, bulls versus receptions, like, stuff like that. Like, give me those because, in my opinion, it's, you know, those are the ones that get everybody in. Right, those do get everybody in. I haven't seen any cross-sports one yet. But if I had to do one, I would do, like, Rasheed Rice yards versus Jason Tatum points or something like that. I came up with Jason Tatum because I know the Celtics play in the afternoon that day. And that's a guy that just stands out in terms of, like, a cross-sport thing. Like, Travis, maybe Travis Kelsey um, receptions and... Or Travis Kelsey yards and Jason Tatum points or something like that. Like, I could see something like that as well being, like, a a play I'll make. Yeah, like I said, the one that I saw that I really liked the most was, like, I really liked that Caitlin Park one. Right. Because, like, you're talking about something like, hey, you don't even know Peyton's playing, right? Like, the way the, the, the NBA is with this load management crap. Right, but Tatum usually plays. I mean, I wouldn't worry about Jason Tatum. I mean, I would worry about, like, Jimmy Butler on the Heat because that's who the Celtics are playing that day. Yeah. Like, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 
like I wouldn't take anything with LeBron today. Right? Like, yeah, I would. Do, I wouldn't put LeBron in any cross sport parlay. Well, or like what was the one? Like I liked when they used to do hockey, like goals, like total goals in a game. Right. The Golden Knights used to play like uh, the Golden Knights used to play every Super Bowl Sunday at home. Um, they can't do it this year, obviously. Um, right. You know, like I, I remember, like when the Super Bowl was here. I feel like the Devils were home, but then again, like you don't realize like how close everything is in Vegas. Right. I don't think the Devils were home the day of the. Uh, no, they the were Ma- home the day of, but they were home that week. Like no, that, that was week- the stadium series. The stadium right, so series like was the you, same year as that. That's right. Yeah. So like you had stuff going on. Like Vegas played Tuesday. They didn't, I think they're playing, they, they're playing at night. And then they don't play again until like Saturday. Right. Like, would Bill Foley buy a box for the players? That would be something. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at like first touchdown score props right now for uh-huh. the Super Bowl. Um. The one that jumps out to me, George Kittle, 11-1. That is absurd. Like, what if the 49ers start with the ball and say that they do, like, some, not some trick play, but, like, say the uh, Chiefs stop McCaffrey and it, and um, Brock Purdy's, like, searching the field and he finds George Kittle wide open in the end zone. Like, I could totally see Kittle being the first touchdown. I could see that. I think the running backs are going to get it. I think Kansas City is going to is going to run more. Yeah, Pacheco's and, plus five fifty. McCaffrey's the favorite at plus three forty. I actually have pop. I have I have Pacheco. Um, yeah, Pacheco five fifty isn't isn't bad, but those two are the favorites. I would try to go for like one of the receivers or the tight ends because you get the better number out of it. Like I remember. A couple years ago, Odell was like ten to one or eleven to one for first touchdown, and it, was, it hit. And it was him. Yeah, in the Rams was, Super Bowl, he was he scored the first touchdown of the game, and it was like ten to one or eleven to one. But the thing is, too, man, they threw the ball. Right. Those two teams, they 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 bucked the hybrid trend of today. They're both. Old school football teams inside the twenties, right? So, like for Kansas City, they don't throw they, they don't throw much outside of Kelsey in the red zone, right? Like they get down to the four, you know it's going to be pop. You know, like you just you kind of just you kind of just see it with them now. That's who they are. They're between the numbers, they throw, right? But once they're inside the twenties, they're running football teams. McCaffrey is. I mean, Usechek is there. And what's what's Usechek's number? Just for like giggles. Usechek's number is. Oh, for any time touchdown score, he's plus 950. But for first touchdown, 
He is oh forty eight to one. So what's to say they don't use him on the two? You know, like that's why that is like the hardest prop to pick. Right, that is a pretty hard prop to pick. But here's an interesting one for a first touchdown. What if we see a Devin Hester situation and Richie James is sitting there 40 to 1? I mean, I'm not a Richie James fan. He was uh he wasn't good on the Giants, but he hasn't been a bad um player on the Chiefs. I mean, like what if um he returns a kick or a punt for a touchdown. You never know. I mean, forty to one isn't bad for the first touchdown. Yeah, I, I, what's the one where they don't have? It's like there's that one probably for the opening kick going to the end zone. Like even that's not a good one. I did that. That number surprised me yesterday when I saw it. Of course. Using ESPN bet because I can't use bet MGM because right. I have family that works there. FanDuel has a partial deal with them too. Wait, FanDuel has a partial deal with bet MGM? Yeah, in some places. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, but yeah, I did not know that. Um, here's a good one: cost coin toss winner wins game. It's minus 104 each way. You would think that um, one side would be a little bit favored over the other. But, yeah, some of these are just pick-your-poison type of um, bets here. Um, to win the twin co- coin toss in the game, Kansas City plus 320, San Francisco plus 260. Oh, well, Kansas City was the first team to win the coin toss for like 10 years and won the game last year. Like, this, is, this is what makes me laugh about the Super Bowl. Like, the amount of stuff that we talk about, like, this number, this, like, I, I, I just laugh at all this stuff. I think it's, it's the added, will they win the coin toss? Tell me who gets the ball first. You can win the coin toss in the first. I know. Here's a, a fun one. Any player to rec- Court a touchdown and two point conversion on the same drive. I could see that McCaffrey or I even um that. McCaffrey or Pacheco. The yes is plus nine eighty. And the way these the way these guys go for two, uh, yeah, you could see it happen a lot more. Yeah, that's a good one. That's one I might actually bet. I might actually bet that one. That's actually pretty good. By the way, Matt, I my um winter classic jerseys just arrived. And the golden ice ones are so sweet. Oh, that's nice. Oh my god, they're gorgeous. And on well, if you're fat like me, they're on sale and you can get them at fanatics. But you skinny people get food. We're right out of your guys' size. Whose jersey did you get? I got a stone and an eye one. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was like buy one, get one free, basically. But yeah, you're right with some of these props. Some of these are like so hard to figure out, and some of these I think have 
um, like, good value. Here's one that here's what I heard the other day. They were talking about. I think on Levitard. I want to say Levitard, or maybe it was Steve Dangle. One of them. Um, I would think, statistically speaking, the coin toss would be fifty-fifty, right? Right. It's not. It's fifty three forty seven. Huh, interesting. Don't ask me why. I don't know if the force of the tails but it's not. It's it's fifty three forty seven tails. Interesting. That's good to note. Alicia says it's because of the new coins. Right. How is Will there be a two-point conversion attempt plus money? The yes is plus 148, and the no is minus yes. 188. How is that plus money? They go for two all the time. We just talked about this. Because that on Like, I, I'm probably going to bet on that. That is absurd. Yeah. I mean, you even... We're not even talking about they do it because, you know, the statistical aspect of it. If somebody takes a penalty and puts the ball on the one, they're going to try it more often than not now. Right. I, I, you know, try the kick from the whatever to, you know, the, kicking it from the, the 15 or the 30, whatever the hell it is now for the word right like if you can put the ball with the one and you have a go and a quarterback that is you know six foot tall all they can do is reach the ball out right and how about yeah. how about this one a safety during the game the yes is plus 1260 the nose minus4,000 wouldn't you think the yes would have been like eight the one not over 12 the one? You know what? We've had safeties in Super Bowl recently. We had the Giants. The Giants had a safety. The Giants had one. Seattle had one. San Francisco. I had a buddy buddy who was um, at work as a um, every every minute pool. There's an every minute pool, and then there's a um, every score pool. Right. The guy who had seven nothing was really upset. <laughs> Eight's Peyton Manning now because of it. Right. <laughs> that was the the Super Bowl I was at at in the Meadowlands. Oh, they don't rub it in. Yeah, that's the one I would have been like, no, thank you. But I, yeah, the I first play of the game that was a safety. So here's the funny thing. Like, like there's no re- there's no way I would want to go to the Super Bowl, right? Right. Like, especially that Super Bowl. Not because I wouldn't want to go to the Super Bowl. I'd love to. But when you have to commit to going to that game, you have no idea what the weather is, right? And to me, the Super Bowl is like, though, it's not real football. It's, there's no real home field advantage. It's not real football, right? Right. And the Super Bowl, you have to be there how early, right? To get in, like, get everything? Right. 
And then you look at like, um, like the stadium series is there. Like I'm like actively trying to find people I know that have a luxury box for that. Free the game. Is that the But like, I don't know. Man. It, it's a, the Super Bowl is something. Like, it's not for the normal fan. Right. Yeah, I went to a Super Bowl. I went to the one at MetLife, and it was cold, and the game was terrible. But it was ex- an experience I'll never forget. I don't regret going. Oh. It was a, it was a great time. But yeah, MetLife. Um, and then it's funny because you brought up Winter Classic, and then the World Cup's gonna be there t- in two years from now. You know, that's the one that, like, I think a lot of, like, I think it's really funny. Most people in this country do not understand the ticketing process for FIFA. Right. Oh, you think getting Taylor Swift tickets was hard? I saw her at MetLife, too. Yeah, you think getting Taylor Swift tickets was hard, people. There's going to be a lot of complaining. Right. Because you got to remember, the entire world wants tickets for those games. And you have to pass a background check to go to the World Cup. Right. Like, I've applied for tickets to the World Cup in the past. It's not fun. I'd rather have a colonoscopy. (laughs) Buddy of mine went to Qatar this year. He said, like, granted it was Qatar, but he goes, good, it's terrible. He's He's like, yeah, we'll try here. I'm like, you gotta figure, there's 82,000 people gonna be in a giant stadium, and 5 billion people want those tickets. Right. Good luck. And how many of those, how many of those tickets, it's the same thing in Super Bowl, how many of those tickets are actually available? Right. Not a lot. You would think. And no, here's... it's not. It, I, I know what the number is, it, the number to the general public in... Allegiant Stadium is 5,000. 5,000? 5,000 of the 65 are available to the general public. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. And here's an interesting prop and one that I think has some value. Will any quarter be scoreless? The yes is plus 360. I feel like we have... Scoreless. The Patriots aren't in it. That's true. The Patriots are not in it, and it usually does involve the Patriots. No, I, I don't. I don't think it is. I think I don't. I will any quarter be scoreless? Any the quarter. Way the, is, the way the game is called today, no. Yeah, you're probably right. You know. A score in the final two minutes of the first half. The yes is minus 355. The no is plus 270. I think that's... That's another one. Yeah, that's another one. That's another yes. Yeah, the yes is minus 355. I just think... Yeah, I wouldn't pay minus 355. And I wouldn't pay the, uh, the no for minus 500 on will any quarter be scoreless. Yeah, no, there's no, like, it's, there's so, 
Some of those are the ones where they're going to make their money on. Right. Vegas liabilities, right? Vegas is very afraid right now. Vegas is afraid of Kelsey. No, well, I'm afraid of Taylor. No, their liabilities for the Super Bowl are really high if Kansas City wins. Yeah, because everybody's betting them. No, they had them in the preseason. True. And that was before Taylor was in the picture. Well, you had see like here's the thing like that like now that like you, people don't realize with Vegas like when the teams are there right. I was out in Vegas for Broncos Raiders. Hmm. Uh, no, actually, I take it back. I was out there for Golden Knights Islanders. The other game just happened to be the next day. Huh. And um, the. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Raider fans that fly in. There is a ton of the other teams fans that come in. So you got to figure one like when Kansas City was in there, or when Kansas City was in that lull, and everybody realized how bad that division was. Like the, Kansas City to me right now is like the 16, 17, 18, 19 Patriots. 16, 17, 18 Patriots. That's right? a good comparison, right? Because like. Their division's crap, right? Like, once you figure it out, like, they're going to win this division by default, right, which they did. Right. They're going to get healthy. And, like, the smarts were going, and this really feels like the Patriots. I heard this. I heard this out there. I heard this on Beeson while I was out there. And there were, like, a lot. And I just happened to be at the sports book. And there were a lot of people putting money on Kansas City. Yeah. And... Yeah, now they're like they're like, oh, they slow played us. All the sh- I, what? Did the, how much did the line move from se- nine thirty to eleven the day the line came out? Move two points. It's all eighty percent of the money is on Kansas City in the Super Bowl. That's that's crazy. And that's not even the sharp money yet? Yeah, and I think there's going to be some money, some support for San Francisco. I do. But I'm not surprised yeah. that most of the money's on Kansas City. Um, who's a player that you think could have a big game on Sunday that could uh, really go over their... Uh, um, receiving or rushing or passing totals because I have them all pulled up. Um, which player intrigues you in terms of uh, people that could have a big game? Jerick McKinnon. McKinnon. That's a good one on Kansas City. I don't even have, um, let's see, rushing props. Um, he's not, I'm not knowing if he's going to be active yet. True. Yeah, I don't see him up here, but... But all signs point towards him playing. Yeah. Um, any player to rush for? Andy Reid's the guy who likes to hand the wheel. Kadarius Tony's only going to see the field. Kadarius Tony. Right? <laughs> so he's not going to dress. Anybody you would be surprised that bad? Nobody. These teams are. Kansas, yeah. Uh, Kyle, you check. 
San Francisco's three guys, four guys. Kansas City's four guys. Like, could Clyde Edwards-Alaire like have a great game just on like his limited touches? Yeah, but you know, like it's going to be Pop, it's going to be Kittle, it's going to be MVS. There's my guy. MVS is a good one. That's who I was thinking too because. I literally had to talk myself and talk until I remembered his freaking name. He made the big catch against the Ravens. He made a big catch against the Bills. And then he had that. Like, he's a big catch guy. And then he dropped the one against the Eagles. Or or was it against Buffalo in the regular season? I think it was in Buffalo. Yeah. Darius Tony hasn't seen the field since the Buffalo game. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Tony. I mean, I think MVS would be, like, my random... That could be, like, a random anytime touchdown type of guy that he might be, like, plus... Anytime touchdown for him is probably, like, plus, like, over 6-1. to one. Let's see. Anytime touchdown for MVS is plus 550. Kadarius Tony's plus 950, by the way. For any time touchdown. <laughs> anyway, the best on him is related to him. <laughs> Probably. Um, Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Holmes and Brock Purdy are the two favorites. McCaffrey would be my pick at plus 450. Kelsey's all the way down the 14 to 1. That's probably all the Swifties betting on him. I'm gonna make you laugh here, and you're gonna say, and you know me well enough to know exactly what this pick's gonna be. So feel free to call me when I make it. Okay. Isaiah Pacheco. Yes. I don't hate the pick. I don't hate the pick. Twenty-five to one. Don't hate it. Feel free to say say it. You you Rutgers Homer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen. I'm not gonna call you a Rutgers Homer because I I don't hate the pick. I mean. People might call me a Rutgers homer for saying that too, but I like Pacheco. He's my favorite chief. I love watching Pacheco. Yeah. I mean, I when he started playing for them last year, like I was always intrigued by Isaiah Pacheco, and now he's their lead back. I mean, that would be my favorite Chiefs player pick, Pacheco, twenty-five to one, but. If I had to bet on anybody, uh, it would be uh, McCaffrey at plus 450. Let me tell you, this is the one thing I hate to say. You're an idiot if you don't bet on a quarterback. The only way a quarterback doesn't win it... You know what? Have they ever... This is... Brady didn't win three three times in a row either time. Right. It's going to be, it'll be, it, if you are betting on this, if you're betting, if you think Kansas City, bet on Purdy. Right? Because they'll give it to the quarterback in the end. You mean? If you think Kansas City is going to win, Pacheco or Kelsey. Right. I mean, I would take Pacheco twenty-five to one over Kelsey at fourteen, only because the the numbers better. You can oh, the numbers better. No, I agree with the number better. 
but come on. The, the, all the me- See, if this is the baseball media, I would say I guarantee you Kelsey wins. Right. Right? Because they would all think, like, Taylor Swift's going to give a concert at, like, the BBWAA um, thing. I met these people. This is how dumb they think. But that's why, like... Could he have won it last year? Probably not. Did he win it last year? Last year, Mahomes won it. Did Energy give it to him three times? I mean, they might give it to him three times if he throws for 400 yards. They didn't give it to Brady three times. That's true. They didn't give it to Tom three times. And that's a... Tom won four. Deion Branch won the third one. Tom won 36-38, Branch won 39. Tom won, Christ, there have been it's on my Super Bowls. I don't remember Roman Numeros anymore. 20, because the logo's at the, because you know what? The logo's boring now. Right. So 14-16, um, 18 was Jules. Yes, Jules won in 18. I was just going to bring that up. And then... You brought up Branch. So, Brady won four out of the six, right? Yeah. Oh, and then he won... Oh, he was with the Bucks, though. Yeah. He did win Super Bowl MVP when he was on the Bucks. I thought about that. I was like, wait a minute. He wasn't on the Patriots that year. Never mind. But he won five of them, but one of them was not with the Patriots. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't... They generally don't give it to the same... They, they don't give you three in a row. And they would that would be giving him three in a row. It won't be go to a defensive guy unless defend unless like the last time a defensive guy won was what the the the, the one I met life. Oh yeah, that's right. But that's because Russell Wilson was average that day. Yeah, and that game was like mostly Ray their Johnson defense and special teams. Mal- yeah. Malcolm Smith. I remember. Tampa Bay's was like somebody you've never heard of. Oh, in 2003. Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell you who won that Super Bowl MVP. That was a long time ago. All I remember was Bon Jovi played after the game was over because the NFL wanted to start the season and end the season with Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi did not do halftime that year. I guess... I think halftime that year was the... uh, it's funny. Um, speaking of halftime, I want to know: Did you see a prop or anything? A, a number of whether Taylor Swift would appear at the halftime show with Usher or not? I haven't seen one. She's not. I, I know she's not going to. Um, actually, you know what? I want to know I'll what give the you different line. I, I will give you a different line. Oh, I can't get onto my Nevada account. Yeah. Let me see if I get into my BetMGM Nevada account. Because their lines are usually different. Right. But yeah, that's a number I want to know. Just for uh, shits and giggles. I want to see Taylor Swift halftime numbers. But I saw Usher's first song favorite was Yeah. But that's one I disagree with. I think he's going to play. He's going to start out with Oh My God. And I think he's going to close with Yeah. Well, you know, I know Little John's going to be there because he's DJing in Vegas the day before. Oh. I do not see... And Little John's in Yeah, so that makes sense. I do not see any 
you don't you have to almost go to like an offshore. You almost have to go to like a British one for like you actually have to go to like William Hill across the pond. Right. All right. Super Bowl halftime prop bets. Um, number of songs performed during the halftime show. Oh, BetMGM and FanDuel in Ontario have it, which is weird. Yeah, you're not allowed to bet on it in America because people actually know that stuff. It's like wrestling. You can <gasps> bet on wrestling in Canada. You can't bet on it here. Oh, shit. You know what I just found? What's up? Special guest performer odds as of February 7th. I'm so excited for this. Do you know who's minus money at a bunch of sports books right now to be a special guest performer? And it's not Taylor Swift. This is actually really exciting. Wayne Noon. No, Alicia Keys. Where's that connection with Usher? I don't know. Post Malone is minus 440 on fan. Will be a special guest performer. Ludacris. That would make sense because he's in yeah. I was gonna. I was almost gonna say Ludacris. But that, you know what? Like to make it more Vegas, wouldn't you love to have like Wayne Newton or Carrot Top or something? Right. All right. Taylor Swift plus five fifty on FanDuel Ontario and BetMGM Ontario plus five fifty is Taylor I Swift. Don't, I don't think I look. That's I've done five. I've done like red eyes and come here and gone to work the same day. Granted, like she's signed commercial, she's signed private, but God, she's not going to want to do that. Especially if she's tuned up in that box. Like, the first time you see her with a drink in her hand during that game, you know she's not performing. Right. All right. I found first song odds. Um, The favorite on... Oh, these are Ontario numbers. They don't have them in the U.S. This is um, FanDuel and BetMGM in Ontario. Um, My Way's the favorite... At even money, and then oh my god, who I what song I think he's gonna open with is plus 145 in FanDuel Ontario and BetMGM Ontario is plus 150. And then the last song favorite is Yeah, at even money. So I think it's gonna open with oh my god and close with Yeah, that would be my guess. That just I just could just see it in my head. To me, I think Yeah's in the middle. Yeah's in the middle. I think Yeah's gonna close it because he has his best song. I mean, Yeah in the middle would make sense if, um, if he brings out Little John and uh, Usher, but or I'm sorry, uh, Ludacris. But yeah, don't you wouldn't you want them in at the end? No, I think you would throw them in the middle of end. But why is Alicia Keys a favorite to be a, a special guest performer? Like, what song does he have with her? What song does Usher have with Alicia Keys? Like you're asking somebody like country music. If you said like Jason Aldean was showing up, I would know. <laughs> Jason Aldean, that would that would be something. Oh, they do. My Alicia says there's a song. Oh, they do. Do you know what would be cool if she also sang a girl on fire? Can you just picture her singing that if she makes an appearance? But that's why I'm saying, like... Could, could you picture her singing No One or Girl on Fire? I mean, yeah. I hope it's Girl on Fire. Yeah, that's the thing, like... His show is, like... Like, we were in Vegas when he started the residency at Park MGM. And, like, if you walk past the casino... If you walk past it, you can hear it. He's a great show. 
I'm sure he is. I would love to see him. If he performed one summer at MetLife, I would buy tickets. I don't think he's big enough to play MetLife. I think, I, th- I think he's coming around. I think he is coming around this year. I think he's playing for Natural Center. I would, I'm going to prove to see him. I mean, Prue would make sense for him. Pitbull is minus 114 in Fandle, Ontario, and 4-1 to one MGM bet, bet MGM Ontario for special guests. I mean, Pitbull would make some sense, too. Lil Wayne's plus 550. Um, yes, yeah, some of these, Justin Bieber minus 215 in Fandle, Ontario, but I think that's just um, Toronto people betting on Justin Bieber. Yeah. They have a song together, so that makes sense. Is Tate McRae on there? Because she's everywhere now. Tate McRae's not on this list. It's only a, sh- a couple people. Alicia Keys, Post Malone, Ludacris, Lil John, Justin Bieber, Pitbull, Will I Am, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Taylor Swift, and 21 Savage. And the only reason why Taylor's on there is because of Travis. Taylor's nowhere on this list if the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl. 100%. But yeah, Alicia Keys, I really hope that happens. Now that I saw that, like, I'm excited. I really hope that one happens. You almost have to start, like, even with those, you almost have to start doing, like, a little bit of research. Is she on tour somewhere? Is she, you know, like... Right, that would... I thought it was was funny. Like, where was, oh, it's Taylor Swift. Is Taylor going to be there for the Super Bowl? And I'm like... Then, like, we started, like, doing, like, math and time zones and everything and no reds tracking her. Get ready, kids. Taylor Claus is coming to town and no reds going to be tracking her. Oh, yeah, that's true. No reds definitely going to be tracking Taylor Swift uh, this weekend. But, yeah, I'm so yeah, pumped. They <laughs> I'm not going to reveal who my pick is for the game. I'm going to reveal my pick on the regular show tomorrow. So before we move on to hockey, who who do you think wins the game, KC or the Niners? Okay, I mean, I still am unsure. Like, I, I've been back, back and forth. They know how to win. They do know how to win, that's for sure. Like, the, the first rule of winning the Super Bowl is knowing how to win. Like, you look at, like, the teams that, like, yes, Kansas, San Francisco's gone there. They don't have a track record of winning. Right. Right? Like, Shanahan will do something. Like, let's just say, like, Kansas City has dominated two of the three games they've been in. And I'd honestly say I think they've dominated two and a half of the games they've played in. Right? San Francisco... just hasn't and I don't not that I don't think Purdy's good like I'm not gonna say like look every quarterback's a system quarterback Tom Brady was Joe Montana was like Terry Bradshaw even said of course we're all system quarterbacks system stinks you know like if you have a bad system I don't care how good you are you know like how many great quarterbacks from college or in the NFL have been like Jared Goff is in the perfect system for him now he's got years under his belt there when you start to look at it, like, I trust Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. Right? Like right. Spags is, like, probably the best D.C. in the league. They're a young defense. 
And when he gets in trouble, he's got three guys he trusts. You know, he trusts Isaiah Pacheco, he trusts Kelsey, and he trusts, you know, Rice. And, and, and Rice, to me, like, reminds me of Malcolm Mitchell a lot. As long as he doesn't blow his knee out and miss, like, his career end, like, if, like, the Patriots would have been fine with Malcolm Mitchell. He just got hurt. Right. So, yeah, I, 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 plus the fact that I really want to see them win, just, just to, like, see people melt down. Oh, it's going to be glorious. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I really don't know who I'm going to pick. I mean, back and forth. I think the 49ers are the better team, but the Chiefs know how to win, so that's a that's a hard one for me. And um, I need to see Joe Thune play, too. I mean, I think his absence... Thune's not playing. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, a pretty big deal. I mean, they got away with it the last couple games, but I don't like when offensive lines are not healthy. And Joe Thune's a good player. You know that. He used to be on the Patriots. So um, Yeah, I mean, he got a huge contract to leave New England to go there because after New England beat them. You know, and they realized, like, hey, we got a better offensive line. But you know what? Like, Patrick Mahomes isn't fast, but, man, the guy needs five, he gets you seven. And he doesn't get hit. You know, like, he, he just, he pulls stuff out of his rear end. And, and you got to be able to improvise to win. You know, like, Chase Young was a was a dud of a, of a trade for San Francisco. Right, that didn't work better. out. You know, it's it just, at the end of the day, like, I look at, I look at Kansas, I look at San Francisco and I go, well, Spags is going to take away McCaffrey and make him work for every yard he gets. They're very good tackling. You know. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I think that's That's why I'm picking Kansas City. I think, just that I, I think they're, they know how to win. Like, how many times in New England going to those games? Not to bring the Patriots up here, right? But how many times are you like, oh, the Patriots are going to do this? Patriots are gonna, and then they wind up winning. Like, all them years they played Indianapolis in, like, the early 2000s. Oh, Indy's going to wipe the floor with them, and they win. Why? Because you can't give Andy Reid and, and, and Spikes two weeks to get ready for you. Right. So we'll see. But you're right about Spags. I think he's super underrated now with um, being the D.C. of the Chiefs. Um, won a Super Bowl last year with the Chiefs as their D.C. So mm-hmm. I love that you brought up Spags. I, and you know how I feel about Spags. He was the D.C. of the 07 Giants. So he'll always have a place in my heart as a Giants fan. All right, quickly before we go, let's talk some hockey. Your Golden Knights are playing right now. They're up 3-1 against Arizona. Do you think they have a shot to repeat? Yes. I do too. And, you know, and, and here's the funny thing. I, I was talking to somebody in the, the Vegas media the other day, and they were having problems, right? Like, they were having problems. And you usually fall into this wall. Like, you know, they lost Jack. They lost, you know, they're playing without Jack. They're playing without Shay Theodore. They're playing out without Will Carrier. Like, they're down six of their top 18, right? Like, so it's a third of your roster that's not playing. But they're good, and they're starting to get healthy now. What turned it around for Vegas is something that many people didn't catch, 
but I think a lot of people should have. The 11th, well, whenever they played Pittsburgh and Riley Smith came back into that building and uh, Petrangelo and Marshes, those kids were playing like in like mites on ice, right? Right. Uncle Riley said on the bench, like, he put on a sweatshirt, you know, a penguin sweatshirt, sat on the bench with those guys and talked to them. I was told that Riley really got on those guys and said, what are you guys doing? And like, you're not going to, like, it's not really publicized, but he was like kind of waiting for him in the tunnel as they were coming off and was like, what's wrong with you guys? And like, since then, they've turned it around. Riley Smith is, you know, a UFA after the year. And Pittsburgh's kind of falling out of it, and he doesn't really seem happy to be in Pittsburgh. Hmm. I mean... Vegas kind of needs... The, the funny thing was, the reason this whole conversation started was Jesse Granger of The Athletic put up, the Golden Knights are probably in the market for a winger. And I said to him, just as a joke, I said, maybe they should bring back the winger that they should have never gotten rid of. And all I got back in a, in a DM was just a, you know, like a, the two eyes wide open emoji. And I said, oh, somebody's telling something or somebody mm. knows something. But yeah, I you're right. I mean, the thought of the Penguins being a seller is crazy. Let's talk about them for a second. Um, But yeah, Riley Smith, I could see uh, a reunion there at Vegas. Um. Do you actually think Pittsburgh sells? I mean, I know they'll, they won't get rid of Crosby and Malkin and no, uh, Latang, But, I mean, do you think there's a world where they trade um, Jake Gensel or do you think he's there long term? Hmm? I think, I think the, 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 see, the salary cap saying stag, stagnant has hurt a lot of teams. Like, the NHL trade deadline right now is you get like rentals, right? You get some pieces. Right. And it's funny. I'm literally looking at, I was just like flipping through the hockey news right before, you know, we started talking and there was talk about Vegas. Vegas for the first time since like this team started is actually going to have cap space. Right. They're going to have cap space. (laughs) And they're going to have cap space at the deadline. And they have enough, uh, let's see, with about $15 million coming off the books and the cap rising $3 million, Vegas is going to have things, right? They're going to have UFAs. Um, and they're going to get younger because they have guys that are starting to play that come up from, you know, they're getting helped out by the fact that, like, their guys are coming up from Henderson that are playing for them. Um, but they, they haven't had to use Robin Leonard's $5 million yet. And LTIR. Right. Ah. I mean, he's on there, but they haven't had to use it yet. Ah. Riley Smith makes about three and a half. You can probably, probably send him a two, you know, three and have him keep a little bit of that money. Yeah. I, I, I think, I, I, do I see a world where Pittsburgh sells? Yes. Because that's Kyle Dubas. Kyle Dubas is going to be a seller, and he's going to be in the market when guys are available. Right, and he's, he's gonna, 
I forgot that Dubis is there now. You know, um, but like they're, they have so far to go. Like I saw it yesterday and I don't remember it. So I apologize that I have to look at it again. Um, but I'll pull it up now real quick. The standings. Um, Pittsburgh is in fifth. Granted, they're like two points out of a playoff spot or five points out of a playoff spot, you know, one point behind the Islanders. Um, but, like, the Islanders are going to get – I think the Islanders finished third because I think Philly needs a goaltender, like, tomorrow. Right. <laughs> they're going to drop out of it completely, I think. Yeah, like, they just they don't have the goaltender. Like, you know – so like there like if you have a center that's available, we saw that with Sean Monahan. Like, if you're any team that takes a phone call from Montreal, just send it to voicemail because he's gonna fleece you. Like, yeah, he's gonna have like three first round picks next year, I think. Yeah, Sean Monahan, they Montreal fleeced Winnipeg, and Winnipeg's good. I mean, Monahan, I can't believe Monahan got a first. But this is the problem, Ads. These teams are all in. Right. Right. Them re-signing Hellebuck, them re-signing, um, not Wheeler, the other guy, the captain. Right? Like, them re-signing those guys made them all in. Right. Like, you, you had to prove to him that you had to do something. Yeah, and they're buyers. Like, you know, they, they think they can win the President's Trophy. Well, I, that's one thing I don't want to win is the President's Trophy because you're usually out early. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to win the President's Trophy. That's why I'm glad that the Rangers had a little swoon that took them out of the conversation for the President's Trophy. But, like, Vegas had the, Vegas had their swoon already, and they're starting to play better hockey. Um, like, boss, I... If you told me Boston was going to come back this year and be this good, I would have been you're out of your mind. I agree. Like, they need a number one center badly. Like, I, Charlie Coyle has played really well in that role. You know, losing Matt Coltra kind of hurts them um, because it just takes out depth from them that they don't really have. Um, but they, they also have to wait until money clears open. Like, they have to wait until – you know, um, Krejci and Bergeron, who signed really team-friendly deals yesterday or last year, those were there was a lot of bonuses on, and they're still paying them. Right. And here's another team I'm interested in. We're talking about Pittsburgh and chances they sell. The Devils. I mean, we just talked about. Um, we brought up the Devils a little bit in passing earlier. I mean, that's another yeah. team that. I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, they could go in either direction. I mean, you look at the Devils, and you they need a goaltender. The Devils need to make it. Like, if they go and get John Gibson, right? Like, if John Gibson's their guy, Pat Verbeek is really tough to work against. Right. Right? So, um... You know, if I they want to go get him, you know, if you're going to have him retain money, then he's going to take he's going to take off. He's going to make give him more, right? Like, but I think the Devils, 
be honest with you, I think the Devils should do some. They should bring back somebody they should have never traded. Oh, I would have never. I still. I. <laughs> they chased that in Adam Henry trade so hardly. They should have never given up on them, or they should never traded them. Like. They should never trade. And if they could bring in John Gibson, like John Gibson's a guy, like, yeah, he hasn't played in a playoff game in a long time and health is a question mark-ish. But, like, to me, the Devils are really, Tom Fitzgerald was really in hard on Connor Hellebuck until Connor Hellebuck recently. And they never really addressed their goaltending. Right. Granted, no Devil fan is going to be happy. Right, like, how long has the San Francisco 49ers been looking for the next Joe Montana or Steve Young? How long has Miami been looking for the next Dan Marino? How long, you know, how long will the Patriots look for the next Tom Brady? You can't look for the next Tom Brady or Joe Montana or Mike Richter or Henrik Lundqvist or Martin Brodeur or Patrick Waugh. They don't grow on trees. Right. Like, like when Vasilevsky is, you know, on the way out in Tampa, you're never gonna find you're not gonna find another guy like him. They don't grow on trees. Somehow the Islanders always do, but the Islanders, like the Islanders don't have the greatest goaltending on the planet. Sorokin's good. It's been eh. I like Sorokin more than you do. No, I'm not saying I don't like Sorokin. I think Sorokin's. I think the big oh my god look at him I think the biggest problem with Sorokin is you know what the best thing to happen to Sorokin was also the worst thing to happen to him this year it's the guy that's behind their bench right because he ain't gonna put up with you you know and I think that's I honestly think I remember the night the Rangers retired Mike Richter's number and I and I re- and I remember talking to Matt Barnaby about this after the game. I said the last guy I would have started in net that night was Mike Dunham, and he says why? I said because Mike Dunham looked up at that number, looked at Rick there, and he was like, "Oh, I'm screwed tonight." And then Mary Gabbard comes down and, sh- and like flips the puck at him, and it goes right past him. And I just looked at my buddies that I was sitting with. I'm like, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm like why? I'm like, because this is going to be a long night. Sure, no, it was. I got the, you know, like Devils picked like Edmonton when they retired Bertor's number. I think they won one nothing. They scored early, but like Corey Schneider that night. I don't even know if it was Schneider that night. I don't even think it was. I think it was. What's this phrase? I would. Who played the? Oh, he's he's in a Ranger system now. He's like their goaltender in Hartford. Oh 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 oh, Deming. Not Deming. Maybe he's not there anymore. Oh, Hartford's goalie. I mean, who was a backup to, to Devils backup like during the Corey Schneider years? Kincaid. Right. I think Kincaid got the start that night. Kincaid, you're right. He he was on on, on Hartford. Huh. Like you just. Like, Sorokin's played a lot better since Patrick Waugh got there. The team's played better yeah. since Ross got there. They're up 6-2 right now. I'm watching the game. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know what the thing is, with the, what the Islanders did well with getting him is... Well, I, I got to really watch what I say here because some of this stuff I could talk out of school with. Those guys were really happy when that was, move was made. And you never hear guys say, I'm happy a coach gets fired. And I know... I know going into, like, before they got rid of him, I knew they were like, all right, how much longer are we going to have to put up with this crowd? It's funny with um, Wayne Lambert. I'm surprised they didn't fire him after after last season ended. They didn't make the playoffs. Wait, did they make the playoffs last year, the Islanders? They made the playoffs last year. The Isles did? Yes, they did, right? They got hot. They got hot down the stretch. You're right, they did make it, but they lost in the first round. The Carolina, and there was no shame in that, but you know what, they should have beat Carolina because they were better than them. Right, and yeah. I think I picked them. I think I picked the Islanders in that series, too. Now that you say that, I did pick the Islanders, and I thought we were going to end up with Islanders-Rangers. I thought their goaltending was better. Um... And it was. They just the Islanders couldn't score goals, and that's because they didn't really activate Noah Dobson, or Noah didn't start playing better. Right. Noah Dobson is a future Norris Trophy winner. I like Noah Dobson. He's good. Yeah, he's a future Norris winner. I I agree with you there. Probably not this year, but um, down the road, absolutely. That's going to be Quinn Hughes. (laughs) Quinn Hughes is a monster. And let's let's close out with talking about Vancouver before we go. Um, do you think they have a legit chance to win the cup, Vancouver? No. Oh, you're you don't think so? Okay. I don't think they. I don't think they have a legit a legit shot to win that division. Ooh, right now they're in think, first though. Right now they're. They think they're seven points up on Vegas. Yeah, I mean Vegas um, can catch them. Vegas, Vegas. Okay. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that, with the West, right? There's some divisions that, like, you have to look at this way, right? Do you want to be two in the in the Pacific Division? No. You got to be one. I think you got to be one. You'd rather see uh, the the uh, the Kings or Saint. How about Saint Louis being in the wild card right now? Who had that before the year? Not me. Um. I did not think the Blues were going to be good. Bennington just had to get his head out of his ass. You know, and and I think they trade, I I think they trade Tory Krug. I think they, Mm. I think they're, I think they're not done, but you know what? They're getting the bump, right? They're, they're getting the bump from, from fire and Craig Berube. You know, that's the funny thing with hockey. Like, you know, Scotty Bowman was in Detroit a long time. Jaco Mayer was in and around the Devils for a long time. But, like, hockey rooms, like, you know, most hockey players, especially nowadays, right? Like, this is the thing that, like, people have to understand. Junior hockey, you don't play for the same team for four years, right? You play, you know, it's 8U, it's 10U, it's 12U, it's 14U, it's 16U, it's 18U, then you go to juniors and college or whatever. College is, like, really the only place you play for a guy for four years. Right. Right. Like, you look at, like, Guy Godowski at Penn State. The guy's been there since they were, like, a club team. At some point, he's going to be out of Penn State. It's just that the Padoulas love him, and they, you know, they're paying his salary. But, like, 
I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa fires John Cooper for no other reason than he's been there for so damn long. Right. There's been rumors about his exit from Tampa for a long time now. I mean, I remember... That's not saying he's not a good coach and he won't get another job the next day. Like, I think the reason why Pete DeBoer's not in Vegas right now is because Bruce Cassidy got fired. Right. If Bruce Cassidy doesn't get fired from Boston, Pete DeBoer's still behind that bench. Yep, I agree. But George McPhee knew who he had because he had him in Washington. He says, oh, I can't get rid of him. It's fantasy. It's fantasy hockey at that point. Right. You don't let guys like that go. I think like the Devils are stuck with Lindy Ruff now because for some reason he works cheap. But right. They're, they're a mess. Getting back to them. They're a mess. They don't have goaltending. You know, Jack's back, and they lost tonight, right? Like, they lost to Calgary. Right, I watched Calgary's the game. Calgary's not good. Calgary's not good. Nope. But they, you know, but, like, the Devils are, Lindy Ruff has the line combination there screwed up so much that, like, I look at it, I go, no. Dawson Mercer playing bottom three, no. Bottom six, No. Nico, he's playing top six. No. You know. But that's the thing. Like, like I was at the Ranger Vegas game a couple weeks ago. Sorokin's in his head. And, it, and it's funny. I was watching um, a high school game today, and I'm sitting there texting my old coach is coaching it, and I go, hey, your goaltender goes down way too fast. Look, this is the way these kids are caught today. Holy cow. No. They go down too fast, and all, and all you gotta do is shoot high. Like, I, you know, I was sitting there watching, and I go, all you gotta do is shoot high on this guy. He's gonna give the fuck up. He's gonna let it in, because he can't get up. It's easier to go up than go down, but guess what? Not in hockey. That's in baseball. Right. Yeah. Hockey's a uh, interesting sport, and um, one more uh, one more thing before we get going. Um, do you think? Um, do you have like a random big prediction for the trade deadline, like Pittsburgh trades Gensel, or um, Washington makes a big move, to, like a seller kind of move, or do you think Vegas makes a big move, or the? I think Vancouver already made their big move. Um, do you think Edmonton does something crazy? I think Vancouver is like one move away. Okay. Um, I could probably go through the whole week. I think Montreal, whatever else they're getting rid of, is they're going to get a lot for. Um, I think Toronto makes a move, but there's <laughs> Toronto is exactly why the salary cap is there. It's, right. It's, it's, they got four guys making $42 million. Of, I, I don't have the exact numbers. If I'm, I think it's some stupid like oh, let me go to cap friendly here because I think before I speak and then I start thinking I'm like oh I know this one uh, and then I really don't you would think Boston's going to get a center as we mentioned Boston's earlier get a center, but I don't think Boston has enough to go all in again because they did that already right Florida's interesting I mean I think that's a team that could get back to the Stanley Cup final they could. But the problem is, like, 
they're going to have to go through Boston. Right? Right. Let's see. Let's see. Toronto's cap hit. Right? Let's see. Toronto might be a wild card. I think Bertuzzi gets traded. Okay. All right, let's see. Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews, Tavares, Marner. This year make up $33 million of their cap, right? Because the big numbers haven't hit yet, the extensions. Next year. All right, cap's going up $3 million next year, right? Right. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares are $46 million on the cap. On an $86 million cap. That's four guys making more than half of your cap. They're going to have to get younger. They have to get better. But the problem is, like, the more you keep giving up guys from the minor league system, like, Last year, Vegas could have done more. They didn't want to give up Brendan Brisson. Brendan Brisson's not playing in the NHL. Right. Vegas could have done more last year. They didn't want to give up Caden Corsak. Caden Corsak's playing in the NHL. Vegas could have done more last year, but they would have had to give up the Neil Marinamanov. The Neil Marinamanov just came back tonight. He's playing. So, like, yeah, Vegas is like guys like, you know, like William, Ka- um, like Braden McNabb's making money. Like, I honestly think they really need to, like, figure out the Chandler Stevenson thing soon because the guy's been in his head for the last month and a half. But it's also because he's playing out of place not playing where he should be. Um, sorry to get back to Vegas. Um, right. A lot of teams are going to use Chicago. Chicago's going to amass a lot of drafts. Right. Right, because they have cap space. They have to stay at the floor. They're going to be the you know, hey, we need you to retain 50%. Oh, hey, we need 75% retain. Who are we going to call? Yeah, they're going to be and, like the bad contract home. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to take like, they're going to have quarters of guys. Like they're going to have a quarter of this guy, a quarter of that guy. Um, You know, you're going to have to find out who's got like LTIR that will never play again. Um, like last year, like a Shea Weber or like Harry Price or whatever, like guys like that, they're never going to play again, but still have money and they could give you LTI or LTIR really if you need it. Right. Um, like last year, Arizona traded the Golden Knights trade Shea Weber to Arizona. Right. Because Vegas didn't need the LTIR room after the deadline. And, you know, Arizona had to get to the floor. So like Chicago's going to need to stay on the floor. Having some of those moves that they made, like extending Mrazic, extending um, Bellino, those guys are definitely trade pieces. I think you're going to see a couple goaltenders. Flurry, I have like three places I want to see Flurry go, which is kind of funny. Like, he, you're going to have to ask him where he wants to go at this point. And I think Billy Garen will do right by him. I could see him. I don't see him staying in the West because I don't see him saying like, "Oh yeah, I want to go to Edmonton." He wants to play. Um, I could see if like the De- I don't see him going to like the Devils because I don't think he's. I think he's going to want to stay away from teams that would be like around Pittsburgh and Vegas. Right. I mean, I but almost brought up back to stuff. Pittsburgh. It's, yeah, but Tristan Jari's not giving up that net. Right. 
like just not giving up a first rounder for the Rangers is I, I get it. Like I get it because only the first round of the draft is at the um the sphere and Dolan of course wants to be involved. Right. The worst thing that happened to Ranger fans is that he realized he owned the hockey team again. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's, it, it's just money stuff now. Like everybody's, most teams are up against the cap. If you really, like, if you just look at like projected cap space, like, what is it? Projected cap. Cap is 83, I think. Right. Um, Edmonton is 500,000. Um, Vegas has nothing. The Kings have two thousand bucks. That's because they signed the worst contract in the NHL, and that takes a lot for me because I still think it's Nico Heischer. Devil fans send me hate mail. Like, Hi, my name is Brew. <laughs> Chicago's got eight million. Anaheim's got eight million. Nashville's got eight million. But they have LPIR stuff on there too. Right. Like, you know, there's some teams that are gonna need it. Yeah, some teams are going to need it. Um, George, it was a pleasure to have you on tonight. Um, I would love for you to come back on before the trade deadline or after the trade deadline so we could talk some more hockey and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. I love having you on. You know that. I know. Yeah, you know, just ask. I, I never say no. That's right. You never say no, and I love that. All righty, have a good night, and we'll talk soon. Yes, ma'am.